in a vast abandoned library on the borders of civilization. Matthew and Eric find themselves trapped and lost with little hope of escape, surrounded by nothing but the esoteric books of definitely real authors they resolve to do all that they can do. Read. This is Lost in Narration. Hey, Matthew. Hi. Bu- hey. Hello. Why'd you stammer so fast? I don't know. I just, I feel like hello is a very sincere um, tool in a uh, converser's toolbox. And I, I struggle. I struggle with it. I struggle with it. You struggle with the word hello? Well, sincerity, but hello, sincerity, oh, sincerity. Yeah. a lot of things. I, I can see that. I can see that for sure. Yeah, for sure. You have a lot of problems being real with me. Yeah. Um. Speaking of being real, <laughs> you hear about the uh, the new ones? No, the new reels. Yeah, the new fishing. Um, is the Daytex twenty twenty four seven, um, fishing reels. The thing about these reels. Um, well, you can, you can ask, to ask me what the thing about okay. these, ask me what's so good about, what's so good about, and really sell it. What's so good about these reels? Sure. What, what's, so, what's so good about these reels? Um, well, clues in the name, buddy, 24 <laughs> seven, you can use them at any time of day. Sure. You can use like normal ones any time of day. Well, too. these ones are glow in the fucking dark. So you're not going to, you're not going to not be seeing them. Right. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. That's all I have to say for the entire fucking day. That's all I have to say for the entire fucking day. I'm set. Where'd you hear about that? Um, a real, real, real big, real and, real and big fish. Real and, real and big fish. With the band, yeah. Males here. (laughs) What? (laughs) You're a mailman? I'm, I'm a postman. Don't scare him away. He might have my, he might have my new reels, man. Come on. Yeah, I got a couple letters for you here. Reels? All right. Do you want them? No, not reels. I do have a fishing oh, fuck, reel-shaped nice. package, but it's for next door. Sorry. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. You put the wrong address, probably, bud. The name on the package says two... It says two fellows lost in a library. That is us. Next, that is us. That could be next door. That could be next door. It might door. be the apartment next door, door probably. Okay. It's not specific. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Not. it's not. It's <laughs> not. I'll just... It's glowing through the box. Like, it's really glowing oh, in there. God, you're killing me with this one, man. Okay, where, where are the layers? There you go. Looks like a couple bills, a couple yeah. porno mags. and <laughs> A lot of porno mags. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, one of I these mean, is, right? is a bell for porno mags. It's yeah. dozens of pages I have a debt. <laughs> I'm in collections, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, <clears throat> sorry, you know, if you want a question, just a really quick question. Are you mm-hmm. Bob Buell specifically? Like my name? Yeah. Well, Bob died, did he not? In the library, he did. I mean, he did. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you died. You were here. You died. We had a problem Me. about it. Yeah. Did? Hmm. You don't remember that? Now that's interesting. Dying. I feel like I would have. Right. I feel like I would have remembered that. Yeah. It's almost like you're a zombie Buell. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Were you expecting him to say that? Yeah. You mean listening? That's my catchphrase. That's my catchphrase. It's your catchphrase. <laughs> Whether Bob's here or not, everyone knows. Don't be old. Yeah. 
Most of the porno mags did say Zombule on it. Like, yeah. you, like you were just like drifting off and typing that into the. Well, no, it's like it's like a really good the... name. So I started using it as like a pseudonym. You know. <laughs> you know, uh, I I work mostly off tips as opposed to. Oh. So if you want to, you know. Like, like, do you mean, do you mean your employers, instead of telling you exactly what to do, they just kind of give you vague hints? They're like, oh, if I were you, I'd head down to the, uh, the old mother barn today. Maybe there'll be some work there for you. (laughs) (laughs) They're always just going like, yeah, there's a a sack of letters over there. Mm. It's always like, you want me to? Deliver them, and they go. I don't, you know, mm. not my place to say. Whatever you want to do. And that's how you became a postman. That's how every postman becomes a postman. Yeah, yeah. I was a post boy, mm. and then I grew for my post mitzvah. <laughs> no, became post mitzvah. Postman. Right. That's right. How old were you? Uh, forty-seven years old. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Got the it. theme was race cars. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Like F1 or NASCAR? Or... It's a keyboard, man. Come on. What? F1, F2, F12. Jesus Christ. Control yeah. shift. Yeah. Etc. Right. Are you okay? <laughs> I feel like I died, man. I don't know. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did die. I think you did. Like, I'm serious. I remember we had a prom about it. And then you, you were had dead. A prom. Yeah, you were dead like in the middle about. of the prom because we like had a prom around you. Yeah, it was the thing. And then like we've mentioned it before. Like there was a lightning. It was the lightning strike. You died by lightning strike. Lightning. Do you have like a lightning shaped like scar on you? Probably a coincidence, but I do. Huh. Also, yeah, it's like steaming and warm right. and electrical. Right. Would have mean so? Would have mean months ago. It sounds like you got struck by lightning. Again. Well, I was in a rainstorm delivering packages as I do, and I was holding this, uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, fishing reel um, (laughs) that was really magnetizing me to the lightning. Yeah, sounds sounds like the reel. It's one of the features. Magnetizes, (laughs) attracts lightning. Why would you want that? That's not a good feature. Um, I think it was made for, who's the guy that discovered, um, discovered lightning? (laughs) Benjamin Franklin? I think it was made for Benjamin Franklin, but it just sort of, you know, these things, they get lost in, in development. It was made for Benjamin Franklin in order to Got it. discover electricity, Absolutely. but it just sort of just really got behind. Benjamin Franklin was a bad guy. We can all agree on that, right? He should have really named electricity like Franklin's. Like, he dropped the that ball there. That would have been good. That would have been good. Yeah, fucking idiot. Yeah. Should we get so him on some loser like Ted Electricity had to show up and just like yes. steal the glory? Ted Electricity, what a guy too! You said you had a tip, a tip for Bob. Yeah, yeah. So my he... hand has been outstretched, palm <laughs> up for um, the last several minutes. You so. know how you know how they say, "Don't eat the yellow snow." That's yeah, a, a tip, common tip. tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my tip is eat the yellow snow because you never know if it might be gold. I never thought yeah. about it like that. So. <laughs> Huh. Is that a good tip? No. I think what Bob's sure. probably asking himself is how does that translate to a job? Well, gold. If you ha- if you if it if it is going to be gold, then you're rich, you don't need a job. 
That was actually a quick walk. I don't know how I didn't gather myself. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty one to one actually. <laughs> Just meaning with your mouth. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna start eating mm-hmm. yellow snow, piss snow. Piss snow. Well, In not always hopes. piss. No, Sometimes it's cold. Only mostly. Sometimes piss. it's cold. It's been, yeah. it's been piss so far. Oh, so, you, so you've done it. I mean, it gets it's it gets cold out there. It's a postman. Yeah, and I have I this it. gaping lightning wound. So gaping? What? Is it gaping? You're open. Open? I mean, you open man? Hollow, yeah. It's, it. That's where I keep my letters. You open body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the little bits of viscera on there. Porno. It's, yeah. Uh, just I'll get around. Cavity is yeah, all. I'll get around. Yeah, I didn't want to ask. I so was that a good enough tip for you? Or I have more. Yeah, give me one more. Um, the, this is gonna knock your socks off. Right. Have I you famously ever... wear Crocs? So oh, you don't wear socks with them? No. Okay, you probably should. I mean, they're still like shoes. You're wearing Crocs, yeah. isn't it? Like snowing outside. Hmm. You have piss all over your feet, man. We you do. <laughs> You're drenched. Yeah. Here's, here's a here's a, here's a good tip for it. Here's a good. Tip my doctor told me not to get as much piss on my feet as yeah. I do. But you shouldn't have had to go all the way to your doctor to be told that. <laughs> most people, most people in your life should have been giving you that tip. Must have just missed it, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's a tip. Here's a tip. It's gonna blow your socks off. When you're in a library and you're stuck forever, mm-hmm. read a book about it. All right. So. I mean, I I didn't want to, you know, come off as pushy, but like, if you notice, one of those one of those porno mags isn't. It's not a porno mag. <gasps> it's a it's a little something I've been. It's a little something I've been working on. You think? Do you want to read it with us? I mean, I guess. Cool. That's really cool this, of you. Is this my? Is this the tip? No, the this... the tip was if you're stuck in the library, read a book about it. The oh right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. I forgot that because it was so fucking dumb. But <laughs> what? yeah, um, well now we're here. So what's the book called, man? It's called A Tuesday in New York. A beautiful sunny day in the big city. The city that never sleeps, the Wendy City, city of a million and a half dreams, king shit to the entire realm of citydom, the Gerard Butler of cities, the city so nice they named it once, and then once again, New York. Two folks, Stanley and Big Old Harold, exit the deli, sandwiches in hand. The sandwiches are cumbersome, absolutely huge, girthy even, difficult to manage, probably two feet long and at least a foot in diameter. But neither of them have tape measures, so they are just using their best estimates. How, uh, how big do you suppose that sandwich is? No way to know for sure. I don't have a tape measure. Isn't there an app for that? App? Yeah, like on your on your your phone, an an app. Can't say I'm familiar. You've you've never heard of apps? Like appetizers, like potato skins or moz sticks. Oh, obviously not. Obviously not. Yeah. So we agree? I, I guess. Good. Stanley and Big Old, ha- Stanley and Big Old <laughs> Harold shut up for 20 seconds straight. They just don't know what to say. 
20 seconds of real time. Starting now and definitely not edited down for the final show. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) After a pretty awkward walk, and I cannot stress this enough, 20 seconds of real-time silence, both men mosey their way over to a park bench on the side of the sidewalk. They take their obscenely sized sandwiches out of their paper wrappings, clank them together like soggy champagne glasses, and take a bite. And another, and another. Their mouths are so full of meat and bread... They can barely speak, but they decide to continue the conversation. <laughs> All right, is that right? Here we go. Get a show on the gentleman. Really, really, you know, make it a maybe mm. make it a nice mouthful there. Make it a little meal of it. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of <clears throat> what kind of phone do you even have that you can't have apps on it? <laughs> I, I have a Motorola Crater. Uh-huh. I have a Motorola Crater. Why? What do you have? An iPhone or whatever the fuck. Language. Come on, watch your mouth, dude. There could be kids around. I like to think they haven't taken any more bites since they started talking. They're just moving food <laughs> around in their mouth. It's not dissolving. <laughs> There's an animal around. I can sit wherever I want. This is so hard. <laughs> Never realize how fast bread dissolves in your mouth. You're canceled for that, man. No, no, that works. <laughs> I kind of have an intuition for the general mood of the zeitgeist, and the zeitgeist is clearly turning against well. You, Stanley. <laughs> you got ivory tower at the zeitgeist with your masculine. <laughs> <clears throat> God, I'm Phil. Despite the fact no one is here. Correct. Not as well. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Really laying in the stomach here. Both men start swallowing the well food in their well mouth, (laughs) clearing their voices. Stanley looks around, making a slow realization. Wait, why isn't anyone here? Where? Like, on this bench? No, we're already occupying the bench. That's normal, but... Hashtag Occupy Bench Street. Dated reference. I guess I'm just still a fighting part of the 99%. Sure. Fighting for our rights. Okay. To party. Beastie Boys, yeah. Whom? Beastie Boys. Yeah, I don't think I know them. You quoted their song, like, word for word. A famous song done by an even more famous Jewish rap trio. Maybe I absorbed it by the zeitgeist. Did I mention my affinity for the zeitgeist? Too much so. In fact, yeah. You got a zeit. 
for your geist to party. I'm gonna leave, I think. Was it something I said? or It was all of the, the zeitgeist stuff. Of course. Of course. Stanley stands up to leave, but before he can dance away from the bench, as he is famously known to do, his stomach drops. Not metaphorically, but his stomach actually drops like a solid one to one third inches. It's incredibly painful, but even more painful is a realization Stanley makes. Why is no one here? You keep saying that, dude. Because it's true. No pedestrians, no shopkeeps, no window washers. Hmm? Big old Harold stands up too. No cars driving, no buses. No window washers. Yeah, you mentioned the lack of wind. No planes. No chatter. No one to wash all these dingy windows. No anyone. Where do you go where window washers are so prevalent that you notice when they're gone? Go on, stop changing the subject. Something is legit weird going on right now. Something is legit weird going on? Learn to speak more corrector, dude. I'm just shook is all. Shaken? Both? Yeah. Would you say you are... Big old Harold says the next line in an absolutely perfect Sean Connery impression. Like an absolutely perfect one. Really, really try... Oh, right. Really try, (laughs) right? Like it's being recorded, so try your darndest. Shaken, not stirred. Is that a <laughs> Michael Caine impression? <laughs> Money Penny, Thunderball, Daniel Craig. I have a fancy car and a gun and a learner's permit to kill. Zendaya? License? Truth sense. I don't know, man. I'm freaking out over not a single soul left on Earth, and you're doing this Bill Murray impression or some shit. It's Sean Connery. Whatever. Prioritize your emotions. Fine. I will. Good. Does this make any sense to you, why we're the only people on Earth right now? Well, I mean, we got those sandwiches. Those comically exaggerated sandwiches from earlier. Someone had to make those, right? Don't you remember? We got them from that sandwich robot that Bezos invented. Jeff? No. Big old Harold and Stanley stare at each other and make mild grumbling noises for 20 seconds. (laughs) 20 seconds of real time. And each of them not saying real words, but but just making sour fits, jips, and grumbles for 20 full seconds starting now. Stanley Brick What was the last thing you said? G.I. Jane 2, motherfucker. Got it, got it. (laughs)
Stanley breaks from his grumble and runs out into the street. He looks around in all directions, but as established, no cars are around to get in his way. And as a note for listeners not for New York, this is rather uncommon for New York to be this empty. So let that sink the fuck in for a second. Pretty weird, right? Stanley, in the road, shouts out to the heavens. Is anybody there? Can anybody hear me? Yeah, man, I can hear you. Not a good time, Harold. Just a classic big old Harold jape for you. You know, I just like keeping it light. I'm well aware of your light-making tendencies, but something bizarre is happening. Yeah, man, but what could it be? Wait, what is that up there? Just then, from the sky, you know what, actually, I I don't think I can do... You know what, actually, I, I don't think I can keep doing this. My narration, that is. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a break from narrating. Can someone else, someone with a smooth, dulcet voice and devilishly handsome good looks take over the narration for the rest of this book? Don't mind if I do, actually. <laughs> it is I. A superior narrator, jumping in to finish this book off in style. So where were we? At the sandwich part or the zeitgeist convo? Just just flip back a few pages. Uh, It's like you ever just zone out when you're reading and you just kind of, like you read but you don't absorb it. And then you got to go back several pages to like see what you missed. It's kind of like that. Like I was here, I was definitely here, strong and ever present, you know, Opa third person omniscient style, but I just wasn't, I just wasn't listening. Does that make sense? Anyways, <clears throat> all right, let's do this right back to the action with Stan Man and big old Harold. <clears throat> there we go. So... First take, great take. Here we go. Just then, from the sky falls the lifeless body of James Corden. He splats to the pavement with a surprising boing sound, like a pinball sound effect, a sound that the host of this show will cleverly edit into the episode right now. Big old Harold and Stanley leap back in astonishment. Is that James Corden? Holy shit. Who's going to host the Late Late Show now? Fucking pardon? Yeah, like, those carpool segments with the hot celebs, like, who could they possibly get to replace the raw charisma of, well, Corden? I'm sorry, but a man's body just boinged out of thin air and almost hit me. Almost fucking hit me. And all you're concerned about, and all you're concerned about is CBS's Late Late Show? With James I mean, it's already kind of. I mean, it's already kind of plateauing in ratings. So I was a bit nervous about its longevity, and then this is not going to help things. I really think you have a priority problem. Hmm. Yeah, like you're um. You're 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 bad at things, right? That's your whole deal, and you're especially bad at prioritizing things around you. They should call you bad prioritizing, Harold. Why don't you focus on Corden, man? Not my cool name. No one said it was cool. Awesome, then. Especially not that. Hmm? All I'm saying 
is that you shouldn't be concerned about a talk show. You should be concerned about me as your friend. Yeah. Because... Stanley clears his throat, straightens an invisible tie like a 1920s vaudeville act, and says, in the most perfect Jeff Goldblum impression you've ever heard... Like... Not the time, man. Oh, now it's not the time for impressions, huh? With the deceased Corden? Nah, dog. Maybe I didn't do it right. Just one sec. Stanley really tries this time, like mentally and physically channels Jeff Goldblum and knocks the impression out of the freaking park. Some real Stanislavski scuff is going on here. Like, everyone listening leaves a review on Apple Podcasts about how great this Jeff Goldblum impression is. Everyone prepare for it here. Set your expectations high. Three, two, one. Here it is. All right, I think I'm in the zone now. God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man. Man destroys God. Man. Christ dinosaurs. <laughs> what? Jurassic Park. <clears throat> Ever heard of it? <laughs> is that a James Corden bit? Oh, I forgot he was here. Both Stanley and Big Old Harold remember that international icon, star of 2019's hit film Cats, and tolerable late-night host James Corden's corpse is freshly behind them. They soak in the moment for exactly that. A moment. Do you think he's alive? I guess we never checked, so... Big old Harold saunters over to Corden's body and gives it a stern but fair kick to the arm to see if he reacts. Do you think he reacts? Use hashtag Corden lives if you want to see James Corden rise from the dead like the modern day Christ that he is. Or use hashtag dead as a Corden nail if you want him, the character obviously, not the real life person for legal reasons, to knock it up. I'll check the results at the end of the episode. Yeah, I guess we'll find out soon if he's alive or dead. Fair enough, I suppose. Let's get back to the A-plot of the story in the meantime. <laughs> Why is no one here? Did we figure that out yet? Yet? Yeah, it seems like the logical conclusion to this story, like figuring out why New York is empty. Like, that seems like the central mystery of the day. I thought it was who would replace Corden on the Late Late Show. I don't fucking think so. Or maybe the sandwich thing? What sandwich thing? Like, why the sandwiches were so big earlier. Or that offhand comment about a sandwich robot that never got further explored. I'd be remiss if I, the handsome narrator, didn't interject here. 
it seems like Big Old Harold and Stanley are getting a little bit meta here. <laughs> and I personally, and I'm sorry for being so frank here, but yeah, I personally don't care for it. Like, this story was really going places, like big places, doing big things. And now they're talking about how to, like, wrap up the story. Like, I'm sorry, what is that? Like, ah, <laughs> they just aren't cooperating. So I guess I gotta meddle with them for a bit. What's up, Stanley? Nothing, I just, I just got uh, an odd uh, urge. Yeah, me too. To, to do what? I think, I think I'll find out in a second. So yeah, these two freaking dweebs get the urge <laughs> to, um, what would be cool for them to, I guess kiss, I guess? Kiss? They kiss? And they make a bunch of kissy noises while they do it? Like, like way too many kissy smoochy noises? And did I mention they make out over the maybe dead and maybe alive body of James Corden? Uh, cause yeah, they totally do. It's practically a three-way because, because Corden, uh, start the kissy noises, dorks. <laughs> good, good. This is so fucked. How come? <laughs> Stanley comes. <laughs> Stanley cuts in with some dialogue or something i don't know man turns out coming up with like a whole book is pretty difficult like like everyone asks why is there a narrator but never how is the narrator right like maybe i had a bad day do you ever think about that and now i gotta carry the weight of this freaking drivel on my shoulders it doesn't seem right it doesn't just doesn't seem fair you uh never answered my question are you ignoring me no, I just had this innate instinct to pause for a, a minute or so there. And I'm the weird one? You still are, yeah. But something strange is happening here. What's your best theory? Well. <laughs> Stanley takes a monocle out of his previously unmentioned satchel, a large black stovepipe hat from the same satchel, and a long curved wooden <laughs> pipe from the aforementioned satchel. Have you always had that satchel? My best theory is that this little town, this little fly-by-night hayseed of a shanty town. I thought we were in New York. This little ship farm settlement, for the lack of a better word, got invaded by something powerful. Powerful? Powerful. Powerful? Powerful. Pow? <laughs> Full? Full. Oh, fuck. Uh, indeed. <laughs> Whoa. The la the lack of our memory before this day, the lack of any real humanity here, the nonsense conversation, the weird, barely fleshed out robot sandwich artist thing, James Corden falling from the sky. It's just like it's like a badly written book, and it, clearly someone powerful is the author. The Arthur? The Arthur? You talk stupid, man. That's James, not Arthur. James Corden. Fucking idiot. It's like you don't even have CBS. Suddenly, and not just because Stanley mentioned it, but for different reasons that I'll get into in a minute, a third character appears, sauntering down the street, six foot seven <laughs> wide. So much. <laughs> 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 
so stupid. It's <laughs> <laughs> too wide. <laughs> and nine foot... And nine foot fourteen inches tall. Actually, no, just regular height. Like, five foot five and a half. And he... No, 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 no. She <laughs> approaches. I'll prove to that AP English teacher I can write for women. <clears throat> Hair looking like a handful of ripe berries waiting to get squeezed. What? A body that would make... <laughs> <laughs> A body that would make a Mewtwo jealous. A thigh gap more akin to the Wawana tree tunnel than two meaty flesh kebabs. A stare that makes the gravel blush. And breasts that are ever-present, and certainly on the upper ventral region of the torso. And did I... (laughs) And did I mention her wrists? No? Okay. Then I'll describe them. Wrists that are like... Wrists like a sour tangerine left in a basket for like two weeks longer than they need be, but you feel kind of bad throwing it out because you told yourself you'd eat more fruits and veggies and you know the bananas already went bad, so like, am I going to pick up two L's this quickly back to back? Either way, she approaches Stanley and Big Old Harold with gusto. Before she can say a word, Big Old Harold interjects with an amazingly outdated Jamaican accent. Like, for real, man, it's 2022... This isn't the time, and yet, and yet, Big Old Harold practically insists on doing this next line with a deep Jamaican That's accent. So Worst time for this. Worst time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, that's just British. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, behave, baby. Yeah, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> we all agree that was far from cool. Uh, and any and all complaints can be sent over to Lost in Narration Pod on Instagram. Because of Big Old Harold's absolute toxic behavior, our unnamed gal promptly turns away and begins walking away. And then I right-clicked on her and select delete. Holy shit, she's gone. I'll be honest, man. I'm 50-50 on whether she disappeared because of that powerful all-seeing being i was talking about earlier or just that jamaican accent it was not great but no not today harold sorry dude you should be yeah um you absolutely should be i'll never host a late late show with this on my permanent record you know what i'm gonna put my monocle my hat I my pipe back in my previously unmentioned satchel and get out of here. That pipe is still on fire, by the way. You're supposed to light the pipe and not just light it on fire. <laughs> Agree to disagree, because either way... Stanley speaks the next line so quietly, so mousily, and yet gets so close to his imaginary microphone that it practically sounds like ASMR. <clears throat> Smell it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm leaving. I I need to get to the bottom of this mystery. It may take my whole life. It may take upwards of 
dozens of hours, but I, Stanley, middle name Tucci, will get to the bottom of this. And if there is an omniscient narrator running our lives, I will find him and rip his arms off with my bare hands. That is my Tucci promise. Well, Stanley, it's been a pleasure. And as opposed to our normal goodbye, let's just say our signature outro phrase. You got it, big old Harold. One time for the road. Make Make it cream. cream. Make Make me me scream. scream. Out Out in public. public. Make Make a scene. scene. I I don't cook. I don't don't clean. clean. But let me tell you, I got this ring. I got this ring. (laughs) (laughs) Stanley Tucci. Did... Did I not mention it was Stanley Tucci before this moment? Hmm. Weird. Recontextualizes a lot of this, don't it? <laughs> oh, well, Stanley and Big Old Harold do that predator handshake where they shake forearms. Uh, they both nod knowingly at each other. Stanley tightens the strap of his satchel and marches off headstrong into the unknown, the empty streets of New York. Big Old Harold stoically trudges to the same bench from earlier in the story. Remember it, you dummies? Of course you do. He takes a seat and lets out a big exhale. <sighs> no, like, like even bigger, like really make a meal of it. Like you just had the weirdest day ever. <sighs> well, big old Harold. You've really done it this time. What kind of wacky adventure did you get yourself in this time? Audience laughter overwhelms the audio of this scene. Like, peaks the comfortable levels of the ear. And editor, can you put that in post too? Cool. The scene star wipes away from big old Harold on the bench, and toward an endeavoring Stanley, marching down the concrete jungle, he looks down suspiciously until he's far enough away from big old Harold. He looks to both sides then proceeds to grab at his neckline and rips his face away. Twas a mask! What a twist! Underneath his regular Stanley Tucci mask is a robot. Like a regular robot face. Like, use your mind's eye or just picture a robot face. Whatever that looks like. Just picture that. I'm not going to describe it any better. Robo Tucci looks directly into the camera and says in a perfect, and I cannot understate this, an absolutely perfect robot voice. Protocol for 2069 has been completed. Reality will soon be rewritten in Sandwich Robot's vision. First New York, then the world. Robo Stanley Tucci, who I guess was alluded to with all that Sandwich Robot stuff, lets out two train whistle-like toots and runs down the road in less than ideal running form. Like those Boston Dynamics YouTube videos where that four-legged robot slips on ice. Like that. We slowly fade to black as our story ends. Oh, and I guess James Corden is dead, too. I just checked Twitter. Yeah, it was it was overwhelmingly one-sided. <laughs> Fiend. Yeah, so, Bob, first things first, that's the worst book I've ever read. Interesting. Now, I'm, I'm looking for this kind of feedback, you know? Because, like, if I want to start my career, my post-postman career... Um, you know, I, I need this kind of feedback in my life. So, you know, really give it your all. Like, tell me really how how you really feel. Like, don't fluff right. it. You know, don't 
friggin' fondle the taint or whatever Don't of the. Does the feedback have to be about the book? Um, yeah, I think anything more than that would kind of shatter my psyche and my core because it's held together by lightning. Um, so it is lightning. But yeah, no, I'd love to hear. You know, I'm open to all criticism. I just despite what I previously you, said. You're open to all because there's been someone I've been wanting to. To bring up the whole this whole time, it's been front and center no, in my mind. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, your hair is eight feet high. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah, okay, so you did notice, right? So you did. There's no way anyone would have known. Yeah. No, it's just like <clears throat> I'm just trying something. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to trying something um it was a little hot it was a little a little taller it's a little taller than i wanted um how tall do you want it uh seven and a half feet i thought you were saying you went and you were like short back and sides please and then you came out it was eight feet you were too embarrassed to be like sorry it's a little but no he wanted it a little taller a little eight feet too high yeah, no, no, like it's embar- like this is at least six inches taller than I wanted it. Like it's you know it's embarrassing, right. um, but you know I I get it. Like it's it's also like devilishly handsome and off. groundbreaking. Like yeah, were your words groundbreaking? You said you said that hair no is you didn't say that not too tall and yeah if you, is that what you said? yeah I said if you toppled over forwards your hair would shatter <laughs> concrete. Mm-hmm. Did you like? Did you mm-hmm. think that people would assume you were taller because your hair was taller? That's the crazy thing is that I'm already eight feet tall. Yeah. So like, I just doubled up in a Why? way. You're greedy. Uh oh, could be it. I guess I'm a I'm a greedy little postman in a lot of ways. Now let me tell you about all the flaws with the book. So um, which the book, book we just read. It was the oh, worst right, thing I've ever right, read right. in my entire life. Uh, you had a narration change in like yep. the first third of it. Um, yeah, 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 there was that. I guess there was that. Right. Yeah, there was right, twenty right, seconds right. of silence in the beginning, and that then twenty good. seconds of grumbling. Yeah. It was really yeah. The grumbles. Yeah. The, don't forget making out and making out. There was mm-hmm. making out noises. The, the kisses. There's also parts where yeah. like yeah, there was parts where we were uh, where we were supposed to have food in our mouths for like a correct lot of it, for like a lot of it yeah it was it was the crux of the right. tail it was kind of the crux of the tail in a lot of it ways it wasn't really did you notice the crux i didn't i noticed the crux it's not really the crux of it because it didn't really come mm. back up at all i don't think did it that was probably an editor's right note. that was probably an editor's right, so note. you get it yeah yeah you know i agree the editor took out all the good stuff. Because I had a way more racial impressions in there. No, that's not um, the good stuff. That's not the good stuff, man. Re- no, no, no. I think we can no, all agree. I don't think so. Like, that was How many the real... racial impressions were there before the, before the edit? About eight feet worth. <laughs> in size? There was a lot. In, like, in like text? A lot of... That's a lot. I don't think you're going to get a straight answer with that. <laughs> Like eight <laughs> is, all we're, is all we're gonna get for that one. 
<laughs> I like using big fonts as all. Yeah. Kind of a fontophile. What font did you have like the size of? Courier. It's a good one, actually. It's a pretty obviously. Good one. Yeah. It's like the the <laughs> audiophile's bows. Weird choice. <laughs> I'm an audiophile, so they call me MP3. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? Because it's an audio space file. Right. It's a oh. type of... Oh, got it. Well, file. Sure. So, listen, we can all agree. I think we're all on the same page here. The book was amazing. My hair is amazing. My postman right. ability is right. fantastic. I've been eating piss snow for years now. And, like, everyone's... Everyone's really just harping on this stuff, yeah. you know? Like, they're just really ragging me about how good it is, you know? I guess you're right. We are all on the same page. I feel good about this. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Sorry, you said, yeah. you said you're a great postman, but there, you, you've got a letter there. There's a... There's a this is us. This is addressed to us. It says... What, what the fuck? Must wait, wait, read. No, not that one. Must read. It says must yeah, read all over it. They wrote it like... 1,500 times. It's, I don't know how they fit it all. I thought they said I'm must read. It. Like past tense. No, no, what no. What the you fuck don't... is this letter, man? Why were you trying... Oh, my God. It's for your own good. I man. can't believe this. Will Smith smacked you Chris <laughs> Rock at the Oscars on Sunday. Can you fucking believe that? I tried. Can you I believe this to... happened? To Chris Rock at the Oscars That's it. on Sunday? That's it. My beef of the week is Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this moment where I could just lay into you. Yeah, like, and your spell. bad teeth, your bad eyes, your bad hair, your bad stature. It's all bad. You actually can't say I have bad teeth because I'm British and that is a... Yeah, I know. A racist remark. For Good. Me. Hey, you better, you better take you better that beef take out that of your mouth, face. dude. Fuck, that beef's like, staying in my mouth, and it's gonna go chomp, chomp. I'm chewing on it. I'm uh, chewing on that beef. I don't know what that means, metaphor-wise. I don't know if it means. I'm pissed that. off. Oh, uh, yeah. He was Ali. Who? Huh? Smith. Oh, got it. Oh, the slappy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the slappy. <laughs> You've heard of him? He was just he was just feeling a bit slap happy on the day. Very good. No, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, really rocked his world. Okay, is calm all. down. Calm down. Relax. All right. I had a good time today. We don't need to sour it with the. Um... Yeah, you read a good book. Read a good, read a fine. My book. hair has been. Scraping the ceiling sure of this library is, yeah. for at least at least now we know the uh, the height of the, the ceiling in here because we were always wondering sixteen feet yeah sixteen this is why I wanted a fifteen and a half this is why I wanted a fifteen and yeah, a half. No, I get it yeah I get it <laughs> it's like you know you know I make all these good tips obviously from from post manning and we could all agree I have just you know amazing hair and the writing ability of a of a young chris pratt <laughs> sure, and it's sure. like 
it's all fallen into place. Like I just, I just can't believe how truly chuffed I am to, and this is so weird to say, but like, it just feels right to say in the moment, like to, to be alive, you know, I get that. You're cheesed to be alive. I'm cheesed about it is all. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I can only expect to continue living, you know, exponentially from here. Oh. The lights oh. went out. Oh. Huh. Matthew, turn the lights back on real quick. Uh. <coughs> Weird lightning going on. <clears throat> oh, no. Mm. Oh, he's dead. He's dead again. No. I'm just... No. I don't want to go through it again. No, I don't want to do this again. He need, yeah. at, at this stage, he needs to stop. I mean, who just stands in the middle of a, under a skylight during a yeah. thunderstorm and starts ranting about how happy they're... I mean, this is twice. I know, Don't it's start twice. just it's, I ranting just, about how happy you are to point? be alive. We just leave him, right? We don't do the whole interview thing. Attempting everything. No, we don't. We're, yeah. We're, no. Yeah. Promise cancelled. I hate to say it, but promise cancelled. Promise cancelled. Promise cancelled. We had a whole big thing planned, but this is Bob. Bob, I'm talking to your dead body. Promise cancelled because of you. You suck. (laughs) Oh shit! You have to hear that. (laughs) 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 We get in like that. (laughs) (laughs) This has been lost in narration. Tune in next week to find out what the boys get into next. Uh, though it's it's probably more books because of the library thing. Yeah. <laughs>